0: The curve with Michelle Martin and Bernard Lim replay from Money FM 89.3 It is time to ask Dr. Vincent. Our guest, Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata, is a researcher at the University of Newcastle in Australia and founder of Renovashow. Today we look at what made Google's 10 most searched for diets at the end of 2018. The Gundry diet, touted to help improve heart health, improve chronic conditions, even help with weight loss. The cornerstone of it, doing away with lectins. What exactly are lectins? It seems every day there's a new diet touted to make weight loss easier than before. A revamped food pyramid, though, made headlines late last year. It was created by Dr. Stephen Gundry, an American cardiologist, heart surgeon, medical researcher, and author of The Gundry Diet Evolution and The Plant Paradox. Now, in Gundry's model, the old foundation of pasta, bread and cereal is instead replaced with fats leafy greens, and cruciferous vegetables. Dr. Gundry says these are the most important foods in our diet and can be consumed in unlimited supply. He says you can still indulge in grain and bread cravings but need to limit these foods to small portions per meal and make sure the grains are lectin-free. It's important to get some protein in. Dr. Gundry recommends sticking to wild-caught seafood, pastured poultry, omega-3 eggs, grass-fed pasture-raised meats, but limiting your daily intake. The, there are also some foods that Dr. Gundry recommends avoiding completely, and that's the whole point of this show, really, uh, looking at what's myth and what's not. Uh, Dr. Gundry is saying that refined starches, sugars, sweeteners, and some fruits and vegetables, soy, dairy, legumes, and seeds, oils, and grains, some of them should be done away with. So, first up, welcome Dr. Vince, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm really good. Happy Hum Day, everyone.
0: <laughs> Always easier when you're with us. Do you agree with any aspect of Dr. Gundry's version of the food pyramid?
1: I do agree with some aspects because I really do think that the food py- pyramid that was invented many, many decades ago need, needs to, re- to be revamped and to be updated according to the dietary needs and nutritional needs of people in this day and age. Because... Say, for example, when we were talking about it's good to eat a lot of seafood, however, the ocean today is no longer as pure as it was 30 or even five years ago. So there is an argument that it is probably better to eat a really good quality farm salmon compared to the wild-caught salmon because of the mercury content, for example. The thing that I disagree with Dr. Gundry was, the elimination of groups and groups of food from the diet because of this supposed culprit called lactin.
0: Yeah. So I
1: I think before we go any further, I think it's actually quite good to talk about what lactins are.
0: That's right. Dr. Gundry says that some legumes, even tomatoes, nightshades, contain lectins, which he says uh, our human diet would do well not to incorporate. So what are these lectins?
1: So in a nutshell, lectins are plant-based protein-like compounds that actually binds to carbohydrates. So lectins, as you said, Michelle, are commonly found in foods that we eat every day, including legumes, uh, which is which are black beans, soybeans, kidney beans, group, lentils, grains products, and they are also found in fruit and vegetables that commonly regarded as healthy, for example, tomatoes, eggplant, even dairy products. So the reason behind the theory perpetrated by Dr. Gandhi was because in the remains of cavemen, they still could find the remnants of legumes and lentils, basically lectin-rich food that left undigested even even after the cavemen died. And Dr. Dandry mm-hmm. proposed that it is because our body cannot process and digest these uh, compounds. And that is true. That is scientifically true. However, we also have to take into account that the discovery of fire and the cooking method of food at that time was not that common amongst the cavemen. So I agree if lactins are in the original form. So for example, soybean. Soybean in every cultures in the world has never been eaten raw. It, it, it has always been either fermented or cooked. And the reason behind it is because through years and years of experiment, and being passed through uh, through the generation, they know, these cultures know, that you have to ferment your soybean, soybean. That's why Japanese culture, they ferment the soybean and make soy sauce, for example, or cook it into tofu. Whereas I'm from Indonesia, whereas in Indonesia, you ferment the tofu, uh, the, the soybean, and make it to tempeh. Okay, so and let me get this, this straight. Method,
0: you believe that if lectins are cooked, then these proteins that can bind to sugar, that can bind to carbohydrates, are not toxic, or um, do not interfere with the body's ability to absorb nutrients. They're not anti-nutrients if they're cooked, is what you're saying?
1: They are, because the cooking method or fermentation method reduces the content and the ability of lectins to be an anti anti-nutritional compound. And that's the reason why some food, ne- some foods need to be cooked and couldn't be eaten raw. Well,
0: do, would we do well to just get rid of lectins, you know, so we don't run the risk of not cooking something, even though we may not know that it has lectins? For, uh, and do you agree with what Dr. Gundry says about lectins? He says they're thought to have evolved as a natural defense in plants, as a toxin to deter animals' from eating it hence his book the plant paradox that even though it's a plant it's not meant to be eaten because of the lectin
1: i think this is the reason why even though biologically human are animals we are not really animals because we actually go around ways to get what we need the problem with eliminating these groups of food is that say for example tomatoes are a great source of antioxidant lycopene fiber and vitamin c so because of lack le- because of the fear of lectins we are excluding such a healthy diet from such a healthy food from our diet. And this is something like saying that mm-hmm. there are a number of risks uh, every time you go out from your house. So there is a number, there is a the risk of being run over by a car. Right. And there is a the risk of being... Uh, being injured however it doesn't mean that you shouldn't leave your house. Sure, sure.
0: To be fair Dr. Gundry says specifically with tomatoes that you should do away with the skin and the seeds he's not saying you have to do away with tomatoes totally. We are looking at what has made Google's 10 most searched for diets at the end of 2018 on that list, the Gundry diet and uh, Dr. Vince we were talking a little bit about your take on the Gundry diet and you started by saying yeah there's some things the food pyramid needs to adapt to and you'd like to see changes but when it comes to fundamentals what are the most important foods in our diet in your opinion
1: in my opinion and this is this, this is supported by uh, a number of studies that has been done surveying and categorizing and cataloging different types of diets in the world and consistently the three diets that have been that stand out in the scientific literature as promoting long life and good health are the nordic japanese and mediterranean diets and although all these three diets are very different one thing that they have in common is they are low on processed food and high in variety so the reason why i i was not against however i am a little bit more uh apprehensive in in in, asking people to exclude a group of food from their diet is because we get our nutrients from a number of varieties of fruit. So, yeah. for example, if you take the nightshade out uh-huh. something like eggplant, you're actually limiting your body ability to absorb uh, nutrients such as uh, antioxidant, uh, beta carotene, which are very important and essential. And if we're looking into, say, for example, soybean that has a high level of lectins in the raw form, one of the highest consumers of soybean is Japanese people. Mm. And years in and years out, Japanese people are normally regarded as the long-living, healthy people population, population in the world. So I think we have to go back into the data and see that while there is a trend and theory that can support every single diet that comes every day, we have to really look into what can be adapted in our diet and what is good long-term.
0: So you don't buy into the idea that there could be a a, a molecule hiding in what we believe is healthy food that could be detrimental to our health, as Gundry lays out?
1: No, I do believe that, Michelle. However, I don't think that it warrants us excluding food from our diet as long as we know that certain foods need to be cooked. Or, for example... uh, The idea of peeling the fruit uh, before eating it or excluding the seed before eating it, Uh on the surface it sounds good. However, for example, for apples, majority of the antioxidants are actually found in the peel rather than in the flesh. So by excluding the peel, we're excluding a majority of the nutrients. And people always say that, but the apples are wax. So what we do is we are washing the apples using warm water to melt the wax Uh and eat the apple with the pill. So this is this this is a strategy that 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 we employ to make sure that we get the benefits the the optimal benefits from the food that we eat without running into the health risk.
0: And yeah, Dr. Gundry is a cardiologist, you know, and he's written the more he's removed vegetables with a lot of seeds like cucumbers and squash, the better his patients felt, the more weight they lost, the more their cholesterol levels Improved. Um, do we know anything about seeds and cucumbers and squash, for example? I, I know it's it's you know very particular. Um,
1: I think the the secret to people feeling better or people losing weight on Dr. Gantner's diet or any other diet, I think it's due to the exclusion of the processed food. So, for example, we had this trend when two or three years ago about excluding gluten. Yep, and 63% of gluten-containing food is actually processed food. So when you, are, when you are excluding processed food from your diet and you go into a more fresh uh, fruit and vegetable and freshly prepared food, then you generally will feel better. The reason why normally people feel better when they start excluding certain groups of food is because you, can't, you can no longer go out and just order from the menu. Majority of the time, you will spend time and prepare your own meal. And as I always say, the best, healthiest meal probably originates from your kitchen rather than from the menu or Uber Eats.
0: Right, right. Get that. Yeah, that's a good point. I want to bring you to uh, autophagy. Uh, there's, there's been a lot of people talking about it anecdotally. Autophagy, it won the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, it won the Nobel Prize uh, for medicine. Uh, this whole concept of autophagy or a detox process that your body triggers almost that can clean out damaged cells, regenerate new ones. Uh, and it's been said that there are foods that can trigger autophagy, can you share with us a little of your views of this does it work or is this autophagy. just a fad yeah
1: autophagy is something that happens in our body every day so autophagy comes from a word that literally means self-eating this is our body natural mechanism to get rid of dying cells or inflamed cells or cells that have gone awry. and the reason why this has come up in, as a trend in google search is because intermittent fasting is one way of triggering this mechanism in your body because think about it if you don't supply your body with enough calorie or enough food mm-hmm. what what happens is that your body will start using the storage all the fat and all uh, sometimes if people do extremely all the all the muscles that your body has stored as an energy source to basically function, make sure that your body is still functioning, your brain function, your breathing, and your your heartbeat, which can be beneficial because basically what you are doing is you are renewing and restoring balance to yourself. People just have to be really careful because uh, the, the longer intermittent fasting being in the circulation, the longer and the more extreme people are doing it. So I remember around about four to five years ago, it started with two to four hours, and last time I was in Singapore, uh-huh. somebody actually told me that she just finished seventy two hours intermittent fasting, Ooh. and I think that's taking it to the next level, yeah, but really people is. who can't do fasting they don't it doesn't mean that autophagy doesn't happen in their body, uh-huh. it still happens just at, just at a much slower rate, and another way to make sure that your body is doing this self-cleaning is exercise. Because when you're exercising, you're increasing your respiration, you're increasing your metabolic rate, and that is one of the ways to trigger and support autophagy in your body.
0: Really? So that can help us, you know, dynamically recycle at a cellular level?
1: Yes, and so so does sleep. And sleep, exercise, basically making sure that your body is moving. This is the reason why when people ask nutritionist or 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 health expert is it better to just go on diet basically restricting your calorie intake or going out on an exercise basically increasing your calorie outtake right. and it's really hard it's a really hard choice because yes weight loss is basically the calorie deficit in the body however when we are talking about fitness and health as a wholesome idea You need to do both because restricting your calorie by limiting processed food, simple sugar, and simple carbohydrate is good because it gets rid of the meat of your body from having to go on sugar high and crashing down. But exercising, making sure that your body is killing all the cells that causes inflammation, that cause any problem in your body. It helps your body, including your digestive system, to renew itself faster so that you can in, in turn you can absorb nutrients better.
0: So perfect, perfect. I'd like to leave it there because I think that's a really healthy note to leave things on and we're fresh out of time. Thank you so much Dr. Vince. He's Dr. Vincent Chandrawinata, researcher at University of Newcastle and founder of Renovasho. show. you've been listening to ask Dr. Vince. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.